Yeah, when you come back, we'll be beating the drums. And thank you so much uh, for connecting with us. This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash. And uh, this we call this ability. And uh, with this ability, we're looking at uh, stories around uh, people living with different um, uh, abilities. And uh, to you, it may be a disability. Uh, to them, is it's, it's being differently abled. And uh, because it's different from yours, and it does not nullify um, the abilities. And joining us right now uh, to just uh, connect to her journey, her story, uh, some of the questions that uh, perhaps we ask in some of the stairs, you may not be aware um, that uh, some of the gestures are discriminatory. This is one of those moments where we teach one another how to treat um, each one that comes into our space. Lutando Kekana, who's a communication specialist at uh, airports companies, South Africa. Um, she's joining us right now to share her story. And we're talking being pregnant and uh, um, uh, with disability. Good afternoon and welcome, Lutando. Thank you so much for taking our call. Hey, Griselda, how are you doing? I mean, as a society, how do we expect <laughs> such a gorgeous, uh, well-spoken and well-together woke woman not to procreate? I don't know. You know what? I think people... Um, sometimes I understand. We have all we all have our own securities. We all have our own perceptions. And um, I think depending where and how you grew up, you tend to place people in boxes. Mm. So for me, I'm actually quite dependent on people. Um, I let people let them be, and I, I expect them to um, let me be and live my life as I, I wanted to uh, to live it. But yeah. however, I think it's just stereotypes that we grew up with. So tell us about, I mean, you are a, a, a communication specialist and you are wheelchair bound and then mm-hmm. you become pregnant. <laughs> Take me through to your office environment first. Um, the office environment, I think uh, because of my personality, I'm quite a bubbly person. Mm. And everyone who um, has come across me uh, forgets actually about their disability. And then they focus on me as a human being and as a person. Uh-huh. And sometimes um, I think myself and my colleagues um, and the people in general, I mean, even at home, we tend to forget that I'm a person with disabilities until we have something like a, a staircase to deal with mm. or something that forces us, oh my goodness, how are we going to work around this? But other than that, it's something that is we deal with a person first. It's Lutando first mm-hmm. um, and then the disability because but- I am Lutando with a disability, not the disability that you know what i mean yeah yeah so, but lutando yeah. would you say that uh, perhaps it's your um it, it's how you treat yourself you have taught people around you to to treat you based on what you feel about yourself <laughs> exactly precisely you're right how i treat myself i mean i know um and some people are very uncomfortable with it i'm a beautiful <laughs> woman with a disability i'm intelligent i'm smart i'm brave and you're loud and some people it makes them so uncomfortable and i'm okay with that i mean yeah. it is their journey to deal with it they'll have to be comfortable with it in their own time in their own space i will not force anyone to deal yeah. and it's okay to be uncomfortable because as i said before depending how and where you grew up, you have your own personality, I mean, your own stereotypes to deal with. But however, I think because of how I see myself and the journey that I've been through, I mean, I went through the normal depression stages, Mm. the hell, I've been to hell and back. But I will not um, allow 
um, uh, even like the, the, the saying, um, cry and keep walking. When you yeah. hurt, cry, but don't stop. Keep walking, keep moving. And when you get to that special place, you will get to it. But I've been through my journey and I'm fine with it right now. And I think just because how I treat myself, how I see myself and how I perceive myself forces people to see them the way I see myself. Were you born with a disability? No, it was acquired. Um, in 2000, yes, um, I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. I was a teenager back then. And there happened to be a gun, um, what do you call this? A straight bullet. People against us started shooting at each other and uh, I didn't move. And I was on the way of the bullet. And mm. yeah, that's how it happened. Uh, but the beauty is uh, you expecting your second baby now. Uh, your, your your journey uh, with, uh, I mean, at that time when uh, you have to now inform your family, your partner, that we're expecting a baby. What are some of the challenges that you did not anticipate, but being Lutando, you saw them as teaching moments and um, you take them in your stride? Well, I'm having my first baby, actually. Yo, like, okay, when you tell everybody, everybody, I think in their head, they're like, how are you going to cope? And I was maybe like, let's okay. start, maybe let's start yeah. with uh, the, the type of disability so yeah. that, uh, I mean, whoever is listening gets to understand yeah. why the stairs and uh, why some of the questions that you would have to deal with. Well, I'm a paraplegic, um, fully independent, but I think to uh, somebody else might be thinking, but um, in any case, uh, I use a wheelchair. I'm a wheelchair user. Mm-hmm. So, um, so para means uh, from waist down. Yes. Okay. So um, I started my life um, being uh, like I fought for my independence. I won't lie. I feel like sometimes, you know, Amanda really applies. Um, <laughs> I fought for my independence. Go I had to make sure that um, going to school, varsity was not easy. Mm-hmm. And then and I had to make sure that, okay, fine, I passed. And um, getting into a leadership, uh, you know, you you are trusted to say, okay, fine, it's a leadership for people with disabilities, maybe mm. kind of those things. Yeah. And I had to show people that, you know, I'm very smart. I deserve um, to be yeah. here. And Exactly. So, and I deserve to be here and I am going to be here and I'm not going anyway. Mm. Um, come, bring the challenges, bring them on. I am not going anyway. And it was hard. And sometimes I'll go home crying uh, and... Um, Sometimes you have this little voice which maybe you should just give up. Uh, maybe this is not for you, especially in the communication sector because it's very fast-paced. It's, mm. You know, it's borderline journalism because at back then I was a media relations specialist. Um, so um, when you have to fight for your space as a human being to be in this sector, and then you have to fight for to validate yourself as a person with a disability to be in this sector. Yeah. So, um, and then when I bought my first car, everybody was just like, yo, you, okay, sharp. <laughs> but we moved on and I stayed with my, I stayed on my own, um, my own apartment. Uh, I was doing, like people still get shocked and I say, I have to go home and do, um, you know, I do laundry. Yo, my house is dead. I have to go home and clean. And people go like, you do what? How? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's I, talk I, about some of these mm-hmm. questions that uh, you've had and you thought, I ignorance, Mal. Um, but let, let's pay the bills first. SAFM, leading the conversation. 
Disability feature and uh, this afternoon we're looking at uh, pregnancy and disability and uh, joining us is uh, Miss Lou herself uh, who is a game changer of note. Uh, Miss Lou uh, is uh, also known to her friends as Miss Lou but her name is uh, Lutando uh, Gekana who's a communication specialist at uh, a ports company and joining us to talk about her journey, her personal journey. Now Lutando, some of the questions that uh, you have gotten and I'm sure one of them would look at you being pregnant and think we are Jola. Really? You know when people look at you you know because look uh, pregnancy uh, is one thing that confirms a lot of things. Eh? Exactly. It confirms, Jola, it confirms that actually you do You are sexually sex. active as well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So people actually do get shocked with oh my goodness. And um, the beautiful thing is I think all people are like kids. They can't help it. Mm-mm. They come to you and say oh my goodness my child <laughs> so, and they want you to get into details and depending I, really on the I, mood that I'm in if I'm in a candid mood I'll entertain you and give you the gory details <laughs> like oh my you don't know you know uh, but on a normal day I'll be like you know what really come on um, it's very ignorant of people I mean um, I think all of us as human beings we've got one one thing that um, we, we have is we have a sense we have this sense or if we want to belong somewhere, we want to belong to someone. Mm. And love is a basic human need, and it's something that we all deserve. And, and it's something that it hits. I mean, everyone who's, anyone who has been in love knows that you, the person that probably with in love with is the last person that you thought you'd be in love with or in a relationship with because it just hits you. You're sitting there, and then you see someone, you're like, oh, my goodness. And sometimes start as friends or however it starts. But love is it's one thing that uh, when it strikes, it just strikes. It and we all choose. deserve it. it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm sure you've been to the clinic. Yo, mm-hmm. should I even be asking about that <laughs> part Look, of your journey? <laughs> um, as, as an activist, actually, um, I, okay, I'm fortunate enough that I could go to a private clinic. Yeah. But as but an still. activist, I took it upon myself to say, you know what, I want to walk the journey. I want to understand the plight of of um of an ordinary um girl who falls pregnant doesn't have medical aid and they have to go to a public clinic mm-hmm. and oh my goodness you know what first of all the bathroom are not accessible the beds are way too high mm-hmm. um the the, the 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 medical staff is ill informed when it comes to issues of disability so you find that um if ever you are not informed yourself to inform them how to treat you and how, you know Hey, you in trouble? Yeah, I I so, remember in in the public sector as as a former nurse. I mean, there would be mm-hmm. um, statements like uh, when a patient is well informed that wasn't uh, yeah. Have you ever you know encountered a situation <laughs> where you had to justify why you are knowledgeable about your body? I have. I have. Look, um, if if you don't take it upon yourself, because in South Africa, unfortunately, there is so much. Um, there is actually there's no much um, information when it comes to people with disabilities, especially when it comes to spinal cord injuries. There is no information at all. Even with my current gynae, um, we have to, we had to walk the journey together mm. to find the information. When this happens, what does it mean? Yeah. Because um, he doesn't have that much information. It's not there. It's not readily available. Mm. We're dealing with information that comes from, from the U.S., the research that comes from the U.S. South African research is non-existent.
So it's very sad. So you can imagine if I'm talking about in the private sector that there is that. Now imagine when you go to government institution. Sure. Mm. So, so I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a question like, was this planned? Um, not really, because maybe because I'm over thirty, I'm like, you know. So, well, are you going to keep this? Would you? I wonder. Would if it was planned? But the thing with me now, uh, in my research, also, I found that you know what, a lot of people with disabilities actually, um, it's 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 not planned, especially mm. when you go into the rural areas, and it breaks my heart. I wish everybody was in my situation mm. where they could say, you know what, I want baby, I want ten babies, I want three babies, or or however, and I'll be able to take care of them yeah. because of my financial um, situation. But uh, what breaks my heart is that, uh, and the government is not doing anything. There is a silent, or let me just say, there's a blanket that's being put over people with disabilities, where they, when it comes to sex education, HIV, and all of that, mm. nobody goes there and teaches them. You know what? When you engage in sex, condom use this is how you is what them, it you know? means. Um, safe sex and all of that. Nobody goes there because uh, people are assumed that when you are a person with disability, you do not have sexual intercourse. And then when you are raped, as well as you don't know where to go, you don't know what to do, and nobody knows what to do and how to do about it or how to go about it. So when Lutando, I was really did break you, my heart you're just making it so that. easy to uh, have uh, this chat with you. Unfortunately, that's all we had time for. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for taking our call and uh, continue just lighting that light, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you so, so much uh, for joining us. And that is Lutando Kekana, Communication Specialist at Asksa. As we were talking about uh, uh, pregnancy and disability, I wanted to also ask how far she is. There's so much that I wanted to ask, but yeah, time limitations. And Aisha, thank you for confirming that we're speaking to real people, not the ones who are upset that we're not at the uh, commission. And uh, uh, Benedette, also thank you uh, for uh, uh, confirming that you are enjoying the show as we broadcast for all citizens in the country. That's where we leave it.